so critically acclaimed. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. I'm Laura, and I am so excited for this week's episode of the podcast because we are discussing Cruel Summer. I have literally been waiting to do this episode of the podcast since watching the first episode, and I'm literally just beyond excited. I can't say it enough. I just finished watching the finale, and... Wow, if you haven't seen the show, I'm so excited for you to get into it. It's only one season. It just premiered back in April on Freeform, and you can now watch the whole season on Hulu. So my experience with this show is that I had been seeing all of the ads for Cruel Summer on Freeform, you know, while watching Good Trouble, I guess, and then also on social media. So it was definitely on my radar. And of course, I also couldn't get over the fact that it was titled Cruel Summer, which is only my favorite Taylor Swift song ever. So with all that being said, I decided to record it and see if it was going to be worth anything. And man, oh man, was it. The night of the premiere, they aired two episodes. So the next day I watched the first and second episode back to back and was just blown away with how much I liked it. Like, I think Freeform outdid themselves. And this is the first time in a very long time that I feel like they had a really good show like from the baseline because of the shows that I watch now on Freeform, the only other ones are Good Trouble, which has its connection to the Fosters. And that was like the prime time era of the show, like with Secret Life and Make It or Break It and Pretty Little Liars and Switch at Birth and the Fosters and all of that. So Good Trouble was still kind of tied to that. Then there was also The Bold Type, which I feel like is super underrated. I love the show, but not a lot of people talk about it. But I think that Cruel Summer is now going to be like one of those shows and it might even start like, quote unquote, a new renaissance period for Freeform because again, they just did such a great job with the storytelling, the cinematography, the twists, the writing. I don't even know how, like it's just too much. Um... And I also want to say that I think they did such a great job advertising for it and making it like worth it um, because, you know, they hadn't advertised a show like this, at least from my perspective, I haven't noticed a show be advertised like this on Freeform in such a long time. Um, and, you know, it was wor- like it was worth it. Like they put in a lot of money and time and effort, especially because of the pandemic, you know, um, everything going on. But like kudos to their marketing and advertising teams, because I would just want to aspire to be them and run the campaigns that they did. And I'm also going to actually talk about some of them in part two, because they really caught my eye since that is something that I want to go into. Um, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit. And so definitely the only downside with watching the show was that I had to wait a whole week every week for another episode. Um, And, you know, I haven't watched, like, I've still watched these shows live. Like, you know, I'm watching Dynasty Live. I'm watching All American Live one episode a week. But for some reason, none of those, I mean, it's the nature of this show. It's not such a thriller and, like, you're sitting on the edge of your seat trying to figure out what's going on. So... Cruel Summer is definitely more of a binge show that you would want to like latch on to. So if you haven't watched it, like I said, lucky you, because now all 10 episodes are available. Um, You can just watch them in a row. And it has been officially renewed for a season two. So we can be excited to get to see that. Um, 
but that's not going to be till 2022. But still, I'm so excited because obviously the way that it was received, I had no doubt that it would be renewed. But also based on like what they wrapped up, I'm kind of like, well, where's the story going to go? I'm just, you know, in like, again, I'm just very, very intrigued. But job well done to Freeform on this. And I actually read that I think it was the number one best debut series on Freeform in their the network's history, which like, again, it's just such a job well done on their part. But okay, let's talk about the cast. So honestly, there are quite a few people that you'll recognize from this cast. And that's another thing that like got me into the show originally. Um, Like for me, the reason I ended up starting watching it because it was heavily advertised. The name was Cruel Summer and I recognized a good amount of the actors. So I was like, oh, okay, let's give this, you know, a go. So for starters, we have Olivia Holt, who plays Kate Wallace. You know her from a lot of Disney Channel stuff like Kicking It, I Didn't Do It, Girl vs. Monster. And then she was also in the freeform show called Cloak and Dagger, um, which I never saw, but, you know, it existed. Then there's Kiara Arela, who I definitely, like, butchered her name. I'm sorry. She plays Jeanette Turner, um, and she's guest starred in things like Pretty Little Liars, Agent Carter, and Recovery Road. But um, And she was also in this show called Tell Me Your Secrets, but this is definitely her breakout role. Then we have probably my favorite part of the show and why I watched it is Foy Gutierrez, who plays Jamie Henson. He was in several episodes of Bella and the Bulldogs, The Goldbergs, and One Day at a Time. But what I knew him from, of course, was his small role in Teen Wolf Season 6. But, you know, that cemented his place in my heart. And he also was in Light as a Feather, which I watched pretty recently. So I love him, like, so much. Okay, then we have Harley Quinn Smith, who plays Mallory Higgins. Um, So she isn't really known for any particular roles, but she is the daughter of Kevin Smith, who is like a Hollywood director slash writer slash producer slash actor. And I only knew of him as Silent Bob from Degrassi. And I didn't really, I didn't know their relation until I made a video a while ago on TikTok when the show first premiered, like after I watched the first episode and was like telling everyone you need to watch this. And I was giving like some highlights of who the cast was. And people in the comments were were saying like, not you forgetting Harley Quinn Smith. And so like, I didn't know who this girl was. And then I learned that, you know, she was the daughter of Kevin Smith. But anyway, then other cast is Sarah Drew, who plays Cindy Turner. She's known for Everwood and then, of course, playing Dr. April Kepner on Grey's Anatomy. Then there's Blake Lee, who plays Martin Harris. He's been in several episodes of Parks and Rec, and he was the lead in shows Mixology and Wisdom of the Crowd. Then there's Alias Barnes, or Barnes, it's probably Alias Barnes, whoops, who plays Vince Fuller. Um, he was in an episode of Sam and Cat, and an episode of Melissa and Joey, an episode of Bones, Chicago PD, Pen15, so a lot of minor things. So I would say this is probably his breakout role as well. And last but not least, Barrett Carnahan plays Derek Turner. Um, he's been in The Thundermans, Best Friends Whenever. Alexa and Katie, Cobra Kai, um, and I just learned that he's going to be in the new show, One of Us is Lying, which I'm sure you guys have heard of, but it's based on the book by the same name, and that book, I remember first hearing about it like last year, I think, because I saw someone make a TikTok video about 
movies or like books being turned into movies or shows and they said one of us is lying and they specifically said that chase stokes who plays john b in outer banks was gonna be in it but obviously we now know he's not because you can't like star in two shows at the same time and so barrett carnahan isn't a main character in cruel summer he's a recurring role um so it's probably much more doable um but I'm excited to watch that show. But anyway, that is the cast for um, Cruel Summer. Okay, so now let's get into the best part of the show, and that is obviously the plot. Stay with me because it might get a little confusing, but if you do decide to watch the show, it will completely make sense. So Cruel Summer takes place in a small town in Texas during the 90s, specifically following the lives of two teenage girls, Jeanette Turner and Kate Wallace. Jeanette is kind of weird. She's not a loser exactly, but she's just a bit nerdy and not that cool. You know, she's got braces. She's got glasses. She dresses a little too young, even though she's like, like, it looks like she's dressing like an awkward 12 year old, but she's 15. Um, But she does have two best friends and that's Mallory and Vince. And, you know, they seem to always have a good time and be happy with the way things are except that Jeanette has always been intrigued with the idea of being beautiful and popular and like that is her ultimate wish. And on the other side of things is Kate Wallace, who is the it girl. She's beautiful, she's popular, she has two popular best friends, a popular boyfriend, and the girl basically has it all. And to top it all off, she's not mean, like she seems genuinely sweet and like a good person. And so what I have told you so far all exists in the year of 1993. But then the show also focuses on two other years, 1994 and 1995. So in 1994, things have drastically changed. Kate is now missing and Jeanette has essentially, quote unquote, taken over her life. She's now the beautiful and popular one. She's now best friends with Kate Wallace's former best friends. She's dating Kate's former boyfriend. So it very much is a different world. And then taking things even more of a step further in 1995, Jeanette now has all of her hair cut off and is the town's outcast because, um, and she's never leaving her house. And the ultimate thing explaining this isn't exactly a spoiler because you will find out like in the very first episode, but it's what I haven't told you. And that is that Kate was kidnapped and she claims that Jeanette Turner saw her and didn't tell anyone about that. So in a nutshell, every episode is about one day across the three different years, and it follows either Kate or Jeanette. Each episode switches off from whose perspective it's from. And it just follows, you know, as we learn about the two of them, their relationships with different people in their lives, and try to understand how they got from point A to point B to point C, meaning how they got from 1993 to 1994 to 1995, and just piece together this whole story that's being broadcast. Now, I'm telling you guys, this show is so intriguing and will hook you. The best comparisons I could come up with are like 13 Reasons Why meets Pretty Little Liars, but like Pretty Little Liars when it was at its peak is more of like the thing than 13 Reasons Why. 
because it just gives me that vibe where everyone is talking about Cruel Summer and they have so many theories, just like when Pretty Little Liars first aired and everyone, you know, had theories about who A was and you just couldn't escape talking about it. And that's why it was like the world's most social show because people were just, tw- and that was like the height of social media when it first started. People were tweeting about it. It was just all over the internet. And I would say that Cruel Summer has the ability to meet that, if not supersede what Pretty Little Liars did. Because at least from the beginning, I think the story is better because it's not as complicated as Pretty Little Liars is and all the like, like insane twists and turns that they did don't get me wrong cruel summer still has twists and turns and it's cool and intriguing and awesome but i think it just does it so much better than pretty little liars did especially because cruel summer adds this element of cinematography that really makes the show because each year is so different in terms of like what's happening and like who the people are you know they've changed so much the way that the scene itself is actually shot looks different so like 1993 is all sunshine and rainbows and like a normal happy like lens in a sense and to match that tone and then by 95 the screen it's almost like it's black and white the image because it's just so dark and somber and it's literally insane so please 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 go watch cruel summer it like i said it got renewed for season two um and originally i had written out my script about cruel summer before it got renewed and before i watched the finale and i said to please go watch it so it can get renewed but i did say that honestly the way that i think the show has been received that I would be surprised if it got canceled and of course it ended up being renewed and I liked how they announced it like right after um, the sh- I don't remember I think the articles came out actually before the finale aired but after the finale there was a little scene where th- someone was like writing on a typewriter and then you pull out the piece of paper and it said season two coming 2022 um, and it's just I'm telling you guys, this show is unlike any other show and and Freeform really outdid themselves. So be sure to go watch it on Hulu if you haven't seen it yet. And if you have seen it, be sure to tune in for part two of the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast on Wednesday, where I'm going to talk about every nitty gritty thing I could think of about the show, what I liked, what I didn't like, theories I had, theories I read about, and you know where I could potentially see the story ending up for season two. Um, so again, tune in on Wednesday, but otherwise, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye!